Hello, and welcome to H2 Tech Talk, the podcast series from H2 Tech, the hydrogen technology journal from Gulf Energy Information. I'm Anthresia McWashington, digital editor of H2 Tech, and your host for H2 Tech Talk. This week, we'll be sharing the top hydrogen news stories from the month of October and the first half of November. Before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe to and share the H2 Tech Talk podcast for more expert discussions on technology and trends in the hydrogen sector. It's easy to subscribe. Just click the subscribe button on iTunes or Blueberry. Our first top story comes from Shell International Exploration and Production Incorporated, who is leading a consortium of public, private, and academic experts to enable large-scale liquid hydrogen storage for international trade applications. This is a largely untapped field with potential for advancing the global commercialization of hydrogen as an accessible, affordable, and low-carbon energy commodity. Shell and the consortium partners, including McDermott's CB&I Storage Solutions, NASA's Kennedy Space Center, GenH2, and the University of Houston have been selected by the U.S. Department of Energy's Hydrogen and Fuel Cell Technologies Office to demonstrate that a large-scale liquid hydrogen tank with the capacity ranging from 20,000 to 100,000 meters cubed is both feasible and cost competitive at import and export terminals. The Department of Energy has awarded $6 million to finance the project and Shell and CB&I Storage Solutions will provide an additional $3 million each for a total project fund of $12 million. The consortium will collaborate to develop a technically innovative and economically viable concept design for the large-scale liquid hydrogen storage tank. Additionally, the group will engineer and construct a scaled-down demonstration tank that will be tested to validate the feasibility of the design and the thermal model for commercial-scale design. This project aims to advance the U.S. as a global energy leader in liquid hydrogen-based international supply chain development and facilitate the commercialization of both blue and green hydrogen export opportunities. The insulation technology, cryogenic testing equipment, and thermal model developed under this program aims to have widespread benefits for several liquid hydrogen applications. Our next top story comes from Panasonic Corporation, who announced that they have developed a pure hydrogen fuel cell generator, which generates power through chemical reaction with high purity hydrogen and oxygen in the air. The generator was launched on October 1st for commercial use in Japan. Technology coming from the development of Panasonic's ENE Farm fuel cell cogeneration system has been applied to this pure hydrogen fuel cell generator. By adopting the common stack unit, a key device of fuel cells which is used in ENE Farm, the new product offers stable performance of power generation and achieves electrical efficiency of 56%. 
the power output can be scaled up according to demand by connecting and controlling multiple generator units. In addition, by taking advantage of its lightweight and compact housing, this generator can be flexibly adapted to various installation conditions, including the rooftop and in narrow spaces. A single unit can generate five kilowatts of power, which is suitable for the demand of small-scale commercial facilities. Moreover, connecting and controlling multiple generator units can increase the power output according to demand. Furthermore, by connecting the product to a dedicated PC application, it allows the system to be remotely controlled to display the power output and conditions, turn the power generation on and off, and send error notifications. One PC allows the simultaneous connection of up to 10 units. Further, by integrating 10 units into one level unit, megawatt class power output can also be possible. By connecting a hot water storage unit, which is recommended product, with this product, heat generated from fuel cells can be converted into hot water for use. The generator has achieved the total energy efficiency of 95%, including the heat recovery, thereby allowing the effective use of energy without waste. The use with a resistor unit and a startup power supply unit enables the product to generate power even during a power outage. By connecting these units with the product which are designed for power outage users can continue to generate power and use up to 2.5 kilowatts of power for 120 hours even during a power outage. The product can generate power during outages simply through the supply of hydrogen thereby contributing to business continuity planning. In addition, the product can be started in approximately one minute, which is useful for responding to peak cut control when a quick response from generators is required. Panasonic will dub its pure hydrogen fuel cell generators, H2 Kaboo, in the future. The company plans to contribute to the realization of a decarbonized society by proposing new options for expanding the introduction of renewable energy that fully utilizes hydrogen. Our next top story comes from TechNeep Energies and Shell Catalysts and Technologies, who unveiled that their jointly developed improvements on the CanSolve carbon capture technology are being tested in a pilot plant campaign at Fordham Oslo's VARMS Waste to Energy Plant. In response to the increased global interest in carbon capture and storage, the technologies and engineers of Shell Catalyst and Technologies and Technip Energies are working closely to bring continuous improvements to the CanSolve carbon capture system's process design, efficiency, and costs. These efforts are to ensure improved affordability and aid wide-scale deployment of carbon capture solutions by their clients. The three-month test campaign kicked off in August 2021 and will entail different test phases that will support the extension of the related improvements. This is the second test campaign conducted by this collaboration. In the first campaign, the low volatility 
and amine emissions of the DC-103 solvent used in the process was demonstrated as well as its low absorption energy and solvent degradation. Technip Energies and Shell Catalysts and Technologies are engaged in an alliance for the development and application of Shell's CanSolve carbon capture system. Our next top story takes us to Kazakhstan, where Lindy and Kazmune Gas have partnered on hydrogen and ammonia projects. The companies recently signed an MOU to cooperate and jointly develop clean energy projects. The first stage of cooperation will focus on exploring the opportunity of producing hydrogen and ammonia using natural gas as feedstock and water electrolysis. Once a feasibility study is completed and a successful agreement is reached, a green hydrogen and green ammonia production project is to be implemented in Kazakhstan. Thomas Hilker, Lindy Gas Russia Vice President for Investment in Russia and CIS, says, I am glad our company is able to contribute to the process of decarbonization in Kazakhstan. In particular, jointly with our partner, Kazmune Gas, which has taken the lead among other companies in implementing greenhouse gas reduction activities. I'm looking forward to being able to bring our large experience in this area to real projects. Elik Adar Bayev, chairman of Kazmune Gas's management board, said, Kazmune Gas has a consistent and balanced approach to the decarbonization projects as part of its adopted low-carbon development program. Cooperation with the world's leading companies is a priority in studying promising projects in this area. Our next top story comes from Siemens Gamesa, whose pilot project has delivered its first green hydrogen to zero emissions vehicles. The brand hydrogen pilot project in Denmark celebrated a new milestone, the production of its first green hydrogen as part of the testing and commissioning phase. Project partner Everfuel now distributes it to hydrogen stations in Denmark, enabling a growing number of zero emissions vehicles, such as fuel cell taxis, to operate on a 100% green fuel supply. During summer 2021, the Danish authorities granted Siemens Gamesa's brand hydrogen test site status as official regulatory test zone, allowing activities there to operate outside the existing electricity regulations and enabling research into how to develop an island mode capable system of offshore hydrogen production at turbine level. The brand hydrogen setup couples an existing onshore Siemens Gamesa SWT 3.0113DD wind turbine with an electrolyzer stack from electrolysis partner Green Hydrogen Systems. Siemens Gamesa is also using the brand hydrogen site to explore whether integrating new battery technology as an upgrade to the co-located turbine and electrolyzer can contribute to grid stability and help address issues around the variability of wind. This combination also has the potential to expand the output of existing wind projects. Batteries can store energy in a way that allows electrolyzers to run for longer and produce more green hydrogen. 
If there is a grid connection, the batteries can distribute the renewable energy to the grid rather than the electrolyzer when conditions allow, easing bottlenecks and providing flexibility. The battery, turbine, and electrolyzer setup has the potential to enable the production of industrial scale volumes of green hydrogen in the near term. Innovations and learnings from the brand hydrogen test site will be shared with partners to build use cases for larger scale green hydrogen production. Siemens Gamesa's Chief Innovation Officer of Service, Paul Strabeck, said there is no way around green hydrogen. It is a game changer in the quest to decarbonize the power supply and solve the climate crisis. Starbeck added that their hydrogen producing wind turbine is an example of the innovative projects that will help shape the emerging clean fuel market and accelerate the green energy transition as Siemens Gamesa integrates unprecedented amounts of renewable energy into the energy system. They are very proud to have reached yet another milestone in making their vision a reality, getting the first green hydrogen out to consumers. Jacob Crossgard, Everfuel CEO, said, We are pleased to showcase the entire hydrogen value chain from renewable energy production to the distribution with their own high-capacity hydrogen trailers and delivery to their fueling stations. Distributing 100% green hydrogen fuel from brand is a significant milestone for Everfuel, and they are proud to be the first to offtake green hydrogen in island mode from wind energy. The project in brand is more than just the production of green hydrogen. It symbolizes the beginning of the Danish hydrogen adventure, which will help decarbonize our society and fight climate change. Our final top story for the month of October and first half of November takes us to Australia, where the port of Newcastle is being considered for a green hydrogen hub. Port of Newcastle and Macquarie's Green Investment Group have launched an Australian million-dollar feasibility study into the development of a green hydrogen hub at the port that includes the backing of a 1.5 million dollar funding grant from ARENA, secured under its Advancing Renewables program. The hub, called the Port of Newcastle Hydrogen Hub, will initially be underpinned by a 40 megawatt electrolyzer that over time would increase to a capacity of over one gigawatt. The feasibility study into the initial 40 megawatt hub will determine a broad and comprehensive range of potential use cases for green hydrogen in the Hunter, which build on the region's strong industrial heritage. These include mobility, bunkering, energy production, and industrial uses at the scale necessary to position the Hunter at the center of the emerging global green hydrogen opportunity. Developing these use cases would support the creation of local jobs during construction and operations, the development of new industries, and contribute to Australia's long-term economic and energy security. The study will also assess the suitability of an optimal site within the port, which given its large size and existing infrastructure, has a range of options for developing and scaling up hydrogen and ammonia infrastructure that can successfully link into existing East Coast supply chains. Port of Newcastle and Macquarie's Green Investment Group 
have also signed an MOU with Itamitsu, Keolis Downer, Lake Macquarie City Council, Snowy Hydro, and Hamina, all of whom will participate in the feasibility study. Macquarie's agriculture platform, which manages more than 4.5 million hectares of farmland across Australia, will also participate in the feasibility study, focusing on green ammonia for fertilizer production. These partnerships represent key industries in the Hunter region, including agriculture, mobility, export and bunkering, energy generation, and transport. An MOU has also been signed with the University of Newcastle as the project's R&D partner. Port of Newcastle Chair Professor Roy Green said a green hydrogen hub in the Hunter, underpinned by a 40-megawatt electrolyzer, would support the development of new industries in the region and contribute to Australia's long-term economic and energy security as well as creating local jobs during construction and operations. We are delighted that ARENA has decided to partner with us for this important feasibility study into the Port of Newcastle Hydrogen Hub project. We thank them for recognizing Port of Newcastle's capabilities for this important regional development opportunity, said Port of Newcastle CEO Craig Carmody. Carmody adds, that it makes sense for the Port of Newcastle to play a substantial role in Australia's bid to become a significant renewable exporter. With their existing access to global energy supply chains, world-class infrastructure, strong industry partnerships, proximity to the existing demand, links to domestic road and rail networks, a local, highly skilled workforce, and proximity to renewable energy zones, the Port of Newcastle is well-placed to develop a hydrogen hub and export hydrogen as a tradable energy commodity. The Port of Newcastle Hydrogen Project will support the federal and NSW government's ambitions to produce and export the cheapest clean hydrogen in the world. It will focus on the production of green hydrogen for domestic and export use, incorporating a green ammonia plant, green hydrogen plant, and grid-connected energy solution that will support the region's abundant renewable resource. We are committed to future diversification at Port of Newcastle, and this is a significant vote of confidence in our future ambitions to identify and embrace step change opportunities to create thousands of low carbon jobs in a new export industry, contribute to the Hunter, NSW, and Australian economy, support local industries and customers, and ensure a stronger port for the future, said Carmody. He adds this project is part of their commitment to providing Hunter Industries with more environmentally sustainable export pathways to global markets. This concludes our roundup of the top hydrogen news stories on H2 Tech for October and the first half of November. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to share and subscribe to the H2 Tech Talk podcast on Apple Podcasts or Blueberry.